utilitarian consulting other world's premier ethical experts. Today's video is on civilization's biggest lies. Anarchy is the belief the state is not required and indeed an unnecessary cost. However, this may be so, but science does not get rid of one idea without a better one being available. It is not possible to get rid of the state without some idea as to what will replace it. The weakness of anarchy is that they ask us to eliminate the state without any clear idea as to what they are going to use to replace it. Most people knowing their own kind assume gangs and autocrats will seize power, making things worse than they are. Anarchists have attempted to link the eliminating of the state with the rising to power of an existing institution such as capitalism. Anarcho-capitalism, for example, argue that private enterprise would take the place of the state, but this only reassures us if we are confident private enterprise is a valid institution to begin with. Capitalism is a private ownership of the means of production, but ownership of natural resources cannot be legitimized. The state has no right to the natural world and so cannot legitimize its ownership by private agents. If we eliminate the state, ownership would be based on the authority of the strong man. This is not a legitimate foundation for civilization. Liberalism is a rather pervasive idea based on the value of freedom. Freedom from what is not always specified, but often it appears to mean freedom from moral boundaries. The ideas considered in this discussion are all liberal conceptions. Capitalism is the freedom to use capital in an unfettered way. Libertarians promote property freedom. Anarchists want freedom from the state. Freedom is a great idea, but it is not a first-order principle, and freedom that results in costs others pay does not allow freedom for the ones stuck with a bill. Socialism is a close cousin, conceptually speaking, to liberalism. Socialists believe in the right of governments to address social issues by redistributing the wealth in a conscious, planned, and ideological manner. Socialists are driven by a social agenda founded on a vision of equality that justifies the means used. Socialists view democracy and capitalism as failed ideologies that require a conscious and systematic effort to readdress the systemic failures of these systems. Socialists are strong in their support of an interventionist and regulatory powerful state. Not only does this suggest that there is something inherently missing in our institutions, but that to fix them we need an ad hoc and piecemeal measure driven by a regulatory framework that sees some as victims and others as oppressors and who have the authority and moral legitimacy to physically force the one group to fund the needs of the other. However, this basically legitimizes the tyranny of a small group of agenda-driven persons who of necessity claim moral superiority over those whom they rule. Unless we are willing to agree tyranny is morally justified in some situations, Socialism is inherently flawed. While it may be excused as the lesser of two evils, it is not possible to declare it ethically 
just. All of our institutions, democracy is probably the most idealized. Democracy, however, originated as an oligarch of a very powerful landowners who had the leisure to participate in what was primarily a, a debating club. His purpose was to organize the affairs of the polity to maintain the status quo, and so it continues. Democracy is more about legitimizing the tyranny of the majority than it is about ethics. Otherwise, such things as electrical college and writings would not need to be created to defeat the power of the masses to vote in a person who simply reflects the will of the people. Hard currency is currency fashioned out of real assets or capital. Capital-based currency is able to work for its owner because it has market value above and beyond its service as a medium of exchange. This is good for the rich, not good for the poor, and therefore not truly good for the economy as a whole. The use of a product as a medium of exchange creates the absurdity of the medium of exchange being used to purchase itself. The demand for the commodity as a medium of exchange puts upward pressure on its value and it becomes similar to using bubble gum as a measuring stick. The use distorts the unit of measure. It benefits the rich more to hoard gold or other asset used as a medium of exchange than risk it in investing in productive activity. It's called making money work for you, but it is really exploiting a weakness of the currency system being used. The church is a lie fostered upon Christians as a cost of the state granting legitimacy to it. Constantine's conversion was not so much a bringing of the state under the aegis of the church as putting the church under the jurisdictional authority of the state. Constantine brought Christianity into the fold of secular institutions. If Constantine had been a real believer, for there are such people, he could not have been an autocrat. The church is a body of believers whose characteristic is mutual accountability. This requires political equality. The church cannot exist with power disparities between its members. Therefore, the church, as part of the political life of a state, is not compatible with the church as the body of believers, separate from the world and accountable to one another solely. Thank you for watching the civilization's biggest lies. All of these lies are errors that we still utilize, but they are not actually workable and they are not coherent. They're not ethical because they create problems. So exchanges are a system or a model of community based on the design given in the Bible for the church that eliminates the need for these um, errors and it creates a different kind of community, different kind of social structure without social costs. And uh, we encourage you to look at the um, videos we have on exchanges and how they function. Thank you again for watching.